up there. I want to hear a big round of applause first of all for Flipside. Give it up for Flipside. Uh, a big round of applause also for Red Bull. Please give them a big round of applause for coming here supporting us. Please, I want to hear a big round of applause for Red Bull as well. By the way, that screen over there was requested by Narcy. This is live footage from the space. So this is really incredible. Um, okay, yeah. We'll explain why later. Um, my name is Big Haas. I'm a human being that believes in good, authentic art. I'm so, so honored to be doing this with, with someone who uh, uh, inspired me. I'll just give you a, a, a two or three minute talk. I know you don't want to hear me talk. You want to hear this guy talk. But I just want to say in 2008, uh, him, Loki, Shadi Mansour, Omar Ofendim inspired me to uh, launch a blog called Revolt. Uh, because their lyrics elevated my mind. And it was something, I was just a, a kid in Saudi Arabia, one of the most you know, conservative places in the world. I got hit with their music, but with a mixtape from a guy that came from Canada. And I was like, why don't we have this music playing on the radio? And it, it just, it just you know, inspired me to, to, to launch Revolt Block, to launch uh, an online radio station. I think Ayham here knows, uh, you know, uh, he actually recorded my first radio, that uh, um, radio show. I, I, so I launched it on our radio. I pushed everything. Uh, but then the beauty of this is now, uh, 10 years later, I'm sitting here on the couch with someone who inspired me. And I'm just going to say, man, I'm so, so proud of you. On, One more round of applause for Narsi. So yeah, that was my small intro. Uh, this is a private uh, session. This is something really, really amazing. Uh, he'll be releasing an, an incredible album. I heard it. You guys are gonna be, wow. Well, we, yeah. No, 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 seriously, they'll know, they know. Um, yeah, so what we're gonna do, this is a very, very chilled out vibe right here. We're gonna be going through the tracks. I'm gonna give the mic to uh, Narsi to talk about the album and you know, we welcome some Q&As. Let's, let's have this as interactive as possible. Uh, one more note that's very important. The guys from Shabab International has put together an amazing uh, t-shirt, especially for this event. The t-shirt is 150 dirhams. I wanna hear a big round of applause for Shabab. Come on, make some noise. Sheb Mohaz and the team. Um, yeah, so without further ado, Dubai, I want to hear a big round of applause for Narsi. Come on, louder. Come on, you guys. So proud of you, man, and this is amazing. Um, so first of all, tell us about, you know, like space time and, uh, you know, like the, the fact that you have so many collaborations on it. Just talk to us about the overview of the album and then we'll hear the tracks. So first, thank you all for coming out tonight. Uh, you know, I was just out in the line with Moha. We were doing some uh, some space shit. Just came back, so um, shout out to Al-Ain, no doubt. It's like Abu Dhabi in the 80s. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I've always had solo records that have been very solo-centric, you know? A lot of my records have been very much about my own perspective, but more about politics and how I saw the world, right? So even the name The Narcissist at the time, I chose it to be a reflection of both because I think I'm the illest, but also because I think the world is, you know, a, a place filled with narcissists, right? So it was always a reflection of that. So when I changed my name to just what people call me, which is Narcy, um, it kind of changed my perspective on how to make music, right? And the last record I did, World War Free, was sort of an ode to new life, right? Like an ode to my son. Um, and a new chapter in the music that I was making. So when I got, and that album took me four years to make, 
you know, I moved to Dubai, you know all about it. I moved out here, tried to, tried to live out here. I realized I couldn't live out here, so I went back to Canada, and there was a lot of moving and shifting for it to happen. But um, I work specifically with one producer who, who's Sandhill. No, make some noise for Sandhill. Um, so me and Nawar, Sandhill's real name's Nawar, I grew up with him since I was like eight, right? So he's really like the sonic equivalent of what I write. Like if ever I go to him, I'm like, Doug, I need this kind of kick and snare, and, I need, and he'll just come with the right thing, right? He always knows how to translate what I want to do. Um, I, I wanted to make a quick album. I, wanted, I didn't want to take too much time with it. it just took, you nine months. took nine months total, yeah. But really, I wrote, I wrote and recorded and mixed the album in 30 days. So, and in the, on the first day of that 30 days, I hit up everybody that I wanted on the record. And I, told, I sent them like a little blurb. I was like, this is what the record's about. And here's the beat I want you on. And you know, they, they all came through. Like I didn't think people would come through. People never come through. But they came through like the as I was mixing and I would write my verse after I got their, um, their piece. So I, I didn't think about making a collaborative album, but it became that. And, which was great because it was a reflection of the stuff that I was reading while writing. I wanted to make an album. I hate saying it's my most personal album, bro. But like, I wanted to make an album about now, right? Like what my life is like now. And um, I was watching this the whole time. That's why I wanted you to play it while, while we were in here. I had this on a screen playing in the, in the studio that we had rented for 30 days, just watching space live as we, like what was going on outside of Earth, right? And I know it's cra it sounds crazy, but it was about going to that macro view of the world and, and that micro view of our life. So really that connection, what is the connection between that? So I started reading about um, quantum physics and um, space-time. The concept of space-time is, you know, on Earth when we experience, like we're all experiencing this together right now, but everybody's vantage point, age, what brought them to here, you know, Basel drove out from Abu Dhabi, he drove out from, we came from Al Ain, everybody came from a different place. So they're coming from a different experience of time. So, uh, yeah, and your understanding of the moment is always different. Everybody's understanding of truth is always different. So the concept of space time is that really life isn't, if you experience time outside of Earth, outside the 24 hour clock that we've created, your life is really an event and you're just passing through that event. There's no specific time. So really, it's like the theory of Maktoub or whatever. It's like your life is destined to be this event and you fit in that, right? But the concept of the album ended up being about like put out into the universe what you want in your life, which is something that I started exercising more and more around my art and my work and teaching and everything. It was like, what do I want out of this? What is my intention with this, right? So the album starts with time and it ends with space. And uh, the opening track is, is pretty straightforward, so yeah. if you want to get into that one. Definitely, but you know, like sound-wise, this is a bit different than what you've uh, you know, put out before. Can you just tell us a little bit about that and then we'll play the first track? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't something that I did on purpose, right? I was just pushing Nawar. I was like, yo, we got to get out of our comfort zone. We got 30 days. And he's like, no, we don't. I was like, yes, we do. We have 30 days. I don't want to work on this any longer. Um, so, you know, I reached out to Ketra, who's a Mon fellow Montreal. Ketra Nadi is a fellow Montrealer. Lunis, who's a fellow Montrealer. 
And then I was like, I want Nawar to collaborate with some of the people that we've come across while making music, right? So a lot of the collaborations were to push him musically as well. So the first track we did was with Mashru Layla, and they, we, you know, he sent them, he sent them this uh, thing that he made called Baghdad 3000. It's like a, it's just like a, a instrumental bed. It sounds like space, right? So I was like, just send them that shit. Let's see what they come back. And they came back with something completely different with it in it, you know. And then he added the drums on top, and then it made that first song. So we'll get we'll get into the sound as we go. But that's the opening joint. All right, let's do it. So this is Time, produced by Mashra Leila and uh, Nawar Sandhill. Shout out Flipside, shout out Shadi. Make some noise for Shadi, y'all. Yes, yes, let me hear a big round of applause for that. Wow. This is uh, called Time. Featuring Mashru Alayla, uh, the, the voice that we hear at the end is your grandfather. How, how important is that, like that for you to like, you know, have him on this? Well, you, you know, Majidu Jamal, he passed away this year here in Dubai, you know, and um, he was somebody that I lived a lot of my life with. He, they immigrated to Canada with me and, uh, well, not with me, but with my parents. And he was around, all, he was the grandfather that I had around all the time with me, right? And I was lucky to have him into my 30s and he got to meet my son, but um, he died over a course of a couple of years. He was so slowly withering away, right? So as he was, I started recording him every time I came out here and I had these voice notes on my phone that I listened to after I recorded the song. Because this song is really about my father and my mother, you know, um, and the mistakes I made growing up and what I realized when I had my children. And, you know, it's about generation, right? Um, so Jiddu, you know, he, he would repeat certain things to me in his last couple of years, like over and over. And this was something that he would keep saying to me, like, as your parents get old, don't ever, let you know? Don't let them feel like they, they're, they're exhausting you because they worked for you, so you work for them, you know? So I thought it was very important to, I still haven't decided if I'm gonna put it on the album like that. Um, but I felt it nice to give him like an album credit. I don't know, after he was gone, you know? Yeah. Uh, a round of applause for Thank you, guys. Uh, tell us about the second track. It's, uh... I'm not gonna say much about the second track. You can just play it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, what's it called, Yemenade? Yeah, you just play part of it, okay. you know? <laughs> Sorry, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I wanted to make, if I was gonna, you know, like make it very concise about the problem that I see in the world. You see a lot of kids in Canada right now that are on lean still and like, you know, sipping liquids that are making them really dull and forget about the world around them. And this is really about like the whole world on a certain type of drink that's making them forget what they're doing, you know? So yeah, man, this is what it is. All right. Yeah, I think this track is very self-explanatory uh, and uh, yeah. The first, first, and the chorus. All right, you guys are having a good time, man. Come on, make some noise for yourself. Come on, you guys. Yes, yes. Um, 
You know, part of, part of the reason, like I said, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just keep saying these pointers throughout. Like I said, I'm, I'm, a, ki I'm a kid that grew up in Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia. We had only one radio station in Saudi, one. And uh, his, his work, low-key, Omar Fendim, Shadia's, has inspired me to actually go on a journey. And then three years later, after 2008, I launched Saudi's first FM hip-hop radio show, which was a, a yes, oh, no, man, that was amazing. And, and actually, one of the very few people I hosted was Yasin. Uh, I remember when I hosted you on the, on the show. And, and, and people in Saudi were still not used to the, the fact that they thought that hip-hop is only, you know, sorry, like booty shaking and, 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 you know, just, you know, bad words. And so it was a very, very, I just want to say thank you in front of these amazing souls for you, man. Because seriously, I think I would be a different person if I didn't, you know, get stumbled on your music. Because I, like, I was fed whatever people were feeding me. Radio, which would no, doesn't exist, and all the taktaka music, Habibi music, and it, it didn't reflect. Like it's cool sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you're right, you know. And and this is the thing right now. After meeting Chuck D, he told me that you gotta fight for the balance in the music, man. Stop saying old, old like that. And you can see me right now supporting people like you know the freaks who does Arabic trap, new school, all that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm there, you know? Yeah, I think that you know you have to find a balance, right? Like you can say something and still make people shake their booties, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Yemenade is there, you know? What do you want to talk about now, Narsi? Third one? I think I want to play this next one because it's, you know, the, the approach I also wanted to, I'm not going to play the whole album, but we'll play like a, a majority of these records. But this next one is with an artist called Lido Pimieta, who in the last year in Canada, she's Colombian. And in the last year in Canada, she made a lot of noise because what she does at her shows is like um, all the brown people come to the front. Brown and black people come to the front. And then she goes, all the brown and black women come to the front. So she really like places the power dynamic in the room, how she's a really powerful girl, you know, woman. Um, so, and she's super busy. She blew up. She won the Polaris. She was on the We Are The Hallucination album with me on the Tribe Called Red album. So I hit her up. I was like, yo, Lito, I need you on the album because she's fire. Like, I need fire on the record, right? Um, and she came through and she wrote a whole song. I gave her a four minute beat and she sent me back a four minute song. I was like, where am I gonna fit on this song? <laughs> so I let her lead with this song. You know, some of these songs on the album, I'm not on the song. I'm just, my voice is there, but I'm not really on the record, you know? Except in this, I dropped a 16 and my 16 is really a translation of everything that she said in the song in Spanish, you know, so. All right. It's called Location. Uh, let's go. Find yourself. Hey. If you have any questions, just, you know, scream it out. Like, let this be as, uh, anyone have any questions right now? Raise your hand, just, you know. Uh, you know, let me know and we'll, we'll fit that in. Uh, yeah, yes, who there? Yeah, shoot. Go ahead, speak out loud, brother. That's a deep one. What, as a musician, what would you tell another musician? One thing. Shep Mohal, ladies and gentlemen, make money. I mean, yeah, make money, but um, don't expect too much from people around you. You know, you got to work real hard. You got to put things out into the universe. It takes a very long time for it to come back to you. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you miss it because you're too busy thinking, why didn't it come back to you? 
So just take your time, man. Take your space time. Don't don't think it, don't try to rush anything, you know? And and um look, you know, rocking out in stadiums and doing big shows and being super famous is one thing, but realize what you want out of your music. And as soon as you put that out into your own like bubble, then you'll get that. You know, just be real in what you want cuz sometimes something my cousin said to me. I don't know if it was him or his brother who said it to me, but he was like, you know, Sometimes when you get a no in your life, maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's for your child or your mother or your father, right? Maybe there's an, a karmic exchange for that no that you're not aware of. So don't really, like, don't take no's as doors closing in your face. See them as there's a positive to everything, right? So that's what I would say. That was very long, but, you know. No, that was good. I, I also, yeah. Uh, I want to shout out all the artists in the building. I can name. We have a lot of amazing artists, seriously, from... You know, so shout out to you guys. You know who you are. Put your hands together for those. Uh, um, Narcy, before we go to the next track, I just want to uh, ask you, like, how important it is for an artist also to, to diversify, like, his music? You know, this, I, I've seen you. Like, there's a sort of diversity in the music. Is that important for every artist? Well, you stay... No, I mean, it depends on the art. It depends, again, what you want out of your music. I, I'm Gemini, right? I grew up with... My sister's in the house. Shout out to my sister. But, you know, I grew up... She was listening to, like, Smashing Pumpkins and shit and, like, you know, really depressing, like, rock music. And, and I grew up... And, and the Wu-Tang Clan, too. Oh. She introduced me, too. So she's the, really the reason why I'm rapping. Um, but... You know, that diversity in music that was in my household really went into my music, right? And obviously also working with Nawar, who's somebody that's very diverse musically as well, it also pushed me in different directions, right? But I also don't like boxes. I'm not trying to be the... Every time someone was like, you're the political rapper, I, started, I tried to do something different. I tried to, every album is like, I'm just trying to be a little bit more me, because so, me is all over the place, right? So. Cool. Tell us about the next track we're playing, which is Animal. Uh, so Animal is, uh, I mean, the lyrics are pretty self-explanatory, but Nawad gave me this beat and I wrote it in like 15 minutes. I didn't re even really write it. It was like, na -na 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 -na. I just heard it and we just recorded it. It's a bit of like a child, childish theme, but um, yeah, it's about people treating you like shit. And that's like, what? why you treat me like Animal, man? So it's based on Eddie Murphy, based on uh, Jay-Z's track, uh, Jay-Z's track, Girls, 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 but it's really like, why are you treating me like animal? I, I mean, we're all perfect, but you know, we're not perfect, right, so. Dope, okay, let's go for that. Animal. I got so much love for you guys. Wallah, thank you so much. Give yourself another round of applause. Thank you so much for making it. Um, so Narcy, tell me. Uh, I think what we'll do is uh, we'll play like one more joint. Is that okay if we play one more? Two, 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 more two, two. Two more joints? <laughs> okay, three more joints. Wait, wait. Are you guys having a good time? No, no, I want to hear it. Come on, make some noise. The power of the people. That's what they want. For real. Um, but then we'll play the album and just hang out and I'll talk and, uh, you know, I want to hang out with people, so. All right. True question. Yalla. Um, well, you mentioned about how we all hear. Shout out to my brother from Oman right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually know him, by the way. <laughs> oh, I know you, bro. 
Yeah, yeah we hung out together. <laughs> um, we're all here for a reason. Yeah. And obviously, we're experiencing the same situation through different experiences. And we okay. talked about here with God's conversations about, you know, how the water is bleeding from the world. South Africa is going to run out of water. The Nile is drying up. Oman has a dead zone. Not enough that we killed the Vichy, but we have the dead zone now. <laughs> 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 All these things here from the songs and the tracks that we've got, it's different experiences, different Narsi. Yeah. That we're getting here, yeah. and you mentioned that it's your evolution. Yeah. What is the legacy that Narsi wants to leave the universe? Oh, wow. That's a deep one right there, but give me like a short answer version of that. I don't, you know, I don't work with like legacy. I, you know, I don't see myself as like, like that big of a person. I think when you're in the moment, just like be it. Don't think about the bigger picture all the time. But I just want to, when I started, making music, there was nobody from our culture making the music that we were making. So that was our mission. Let's start making this music. And then now to see, you know, everybody, a lot of people in this room call me Amu Narsi because, you know, I'm older now. Um, but to see that that's already started and that there's like a huge group of people from our communities making music and really penetrating through the music industry and on every level of making music, but also film and, um, I just want to add to that canon of work. That's all I want to do is to add to that large story that we're all trying to tell because our story has been told for so long, right? So just to add my personal experience from the perspective that I've experienced being an Arab in the world or being a human being in the world and just adding it to our bigger body of work. We all have a, we all have a legacy to put together, I think. Yeah. Nice. Um, actually, can I add something to that? So uh, a common friend of mine, uh, Ours, uh, El Cid Fauzi. I know, but give him a big round of applause. El Cid, the studio's right there. So he went, when he came to Saudi, he, he drew on a big mural, uh, an old Bedouin saying that says, A human being with no impact or, you know, has no trace, which I thought is very important because it doesn't really matter how big or small, but it's, I think it's your duty if you have a voice to leave that trace. Okay. Uh, Narsi, you know, like I said, there's a lot of amazing artists over here and people who support artists, a lot of people in the community. What are your thoughts about, you know, the Dubai scene, if there's, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean listen, I'm not going to look at it as scene, but I'm going to say, like, the individuals here are very inspirational. I come, I come out to Dubai very often. I come here twice, three times a year. And I've watched it grow and, be, and had the pleasure of being a part of it as well. You know, when I first started coming out here, it was just Danny, right? And Danny was just banging on the drums at the crib. And, and, and then it grew, and I watched artists come out, and people move here, and people like Ahem, people like Mo, like Majid, like Shibani, everybody that's out here making music now. You know, Abri, Abri was a longtime collaborator of mine. I love that dude. Like, he sh you know, he's, he's one of the OGs, the legends. Like, he should be worldwide right now. Robin, you know, uh, Layla's here as well. Um, so to see it all, like, grow so organically, which is what I think all of us felt was missing. A lot of it was like, oh, come do the show, uh, Beats on the Beach, you know, I'll give you Ashab Darahim, come, come rock and shit. And there's something that I think everybody in this room has experienced that like bookers don't want to pay you the right fee, um, you know, and if they give you a slot to perform at the opening of a show, they won't give you your whole back line. And then you always feel like a second degree artist and the focus is always on artists coming from outside. But so many people have their eyes on 
the region, let alone Dubai, you know, so to see everybody now coming together, I see like there's a, there's a real community. When I first moved here, it was just beef. Everybody was at each other's neck. And I was like, what are you guys doing? This was pre-Twitter and shit. I was like, why are you guys beefing right now, right? So much so that it made me record that real Arab money song. I just caught the fever while I was out here. So like, uh, it's really amazing to see everybody collaborating and crossing paths. And you know, I think in the next like three to four years, it's really gonna boom out of here, I think. There's gonna be artists out of here that Yeah, man. Rockets, just like this, go to space. Um, before we play this, um, this track, last track, um, you know, I just want to say that um, you know, your, your music has affected a lot. I mean, you've inspired people that you even don't know. They've hit me up and said, this guy has inspired me to do one, two, three. People in Saudi Arabia, bro, you know, they started to, you know, because there's a certain perception about Saudi, let's face it. And, and, and again, your music has inspired does that give you like a response? Yeah, do you feel kid pressured or no? Like how does I that? Feel, I don't feel pressure, but I've always felt the responsibility because I've seen shit at clubs and backstage and shows that I, that there's been moments where I'm there and I'm like, yo, if my mom was here right now, this shit is so embarrassing right now, <laughs> right? So I was like, I have a responsibility to not only my community but to myself, to my family to my friends and then to like the next generation. Like if I'm gonna use this platform, I'm not gonna abuse it. Yeah. Uh, so the next track we're playing is, um, you know, Space. And it features one of the like legends as well, OGs, Yasmin Hamdan. Um, tell us about that collab, because Yasmin Hamdan, yeah, this is like, tell us about that. Well, I, I initially, you know, I was in Toronto and I recorded a lot of this album in Toronto. Toronto gay. and. Um, there, there was a gay guy. So there, there's a studio out there that uh, a friend of mine just gave me the keys to. And I met this kid, David Ariza, who recorded a lot of my vocals for the album. And uh, I don't remember what was going on. There was a full moon that night. And we walked out. I was just bugging out. And when I walked out, it was freezing. It was like minus 25. We walked out, smoked a cigarette, and you look up at the sky, and it's like the, the moon, and then there was like this huge, uh, I don't know what it was, like a cloud, or like it was something that was surrounding the moon, or it was a cloud over it that just made it reflect really big, like a halo, yeah. So I was like, yo, let's go back in the studio right now. <laughs> this guy's like, yo, it's, it's two o'clock in the morning, I'm done right now. So I didn't write, I didn't write this, I just went in and I, I've never used auto-tune, so I was like, I'm just gonna fuck around and try to, you know, try to sing a song. And it became space. So when Yasmin came to Montreal, I was like, yeah, Yasmin, you know, like, <laughs> I'd love to work with you. And she was like, sure, let's go to the studio. I was like, uh, no, I'll book the studio. So we got a studio that night, she had a show. She was in town for one day. So it was the night before her show, and it was, we went, we had dinner, me, her, and Nawad, and then we went to the studio, and I played her a bunch of, I was like, I'm not gonna tell you what joint I want you, I just play brr. And she heard space and she was like, this is the one I wanna be on. Um, and then we took that and recorded a choir and strings and like a bunch of live instruments. And so this song is two songs in one. And it's really, it's the ending of the album. So um, my song is about how I always wanted to go to space. I always wanted to be an astronaut and like I'm so sick of Earth. You know, I feel like if we go to space, there's something new to be discovered. And she responded to me like an alien, okay. right? She didn't really use words. Um, so her song is the end of the album, you know? 
Um, it's like the outro to the record, which loops into the song with Mashrur Layla. If you play the album as a loop, they all it's all the same keys and the same notes or whatever. And the thing that we added into there also was the sounds of the planets. So the opening of the song is uh, uh, off a vinyl that they sent out into space in the 70s with all the greetings on Earth. And that was the Arabi greeting that they sent out there, which Moha put on the t-shirt. My mom wrote that. She wrote it out for me and they printed it on the t-shirt. Um, so. And the sounds of the planets, bro, if you go and listen, I know this sounds crazy, but if you go on YouTube and look up sounds of the planets, they recorded them through satellites, just the sound waves, and converted them into audio. Um, and it's the wildest shit. It sounds like baby, like when babies are in stomachs and they do ultrasound, but like crazy shit. So we layered all the planet sounds on this. So yeah, man, that's what it is. So that's the end of that, yeah. I urge you to close your eyes and go to space. Okay. So this is, um, yeah, we're going to play uh, part of the track. It's called Space and features uh, Yasmin Hamdan. This whole song started with this sound. And this sound is my son's heartbeat when he was inside uh, my wife's belly, you know? So the tempo of the song is like life, you know? Um, so yeah, man, I, Noir thinks I'm crazy. After this, he was like, yo, you're fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> Thank you all for coming out tonight, man. I really appreciate you guys. Make sure you sh support Shabab International. Get a shirt, support the boys. Ah, uh, that was amazing. One more round of applause for Narcy, ladies and gentlemen, please. Um, as, by the way, as this song is going across, something really crazy happened. This is, so this is a live footage from NASA. This is live from YouTube. Uh, so it's a 24 live. You just, you know, YouTube footage, live NASA. This is there. So part of the song, when, when you know, it when it flipped, the, 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 the guy flipped the camera. <laughs> And it's just, and, and I was just looking at Narcy, this is space time, so this is space time. But tell us some more, why did you want us to have this footage, Ancon? As I said, you know, I was playing this in the studio while I was recording the album, so for me, like, this is, this is simultaneous, makes you realize how small we are, you know? Yeah, true. Like, just look at how small things are and how insignificant the little problems we have in our life are and focus on the bigger picture of the world and the planet, you know? So, yeah, I just think it's beautiful, man, I, you know? Um, well, you know, this is it, ladies and gentlemen, but I just want to say thank you to everybody that came. I, I also have just a couple of messages. Uh, support the brothers at Shabab. This is the shirt. Uh, the shirt is 150 dirhams. Uh, it's available in all sizes except my size, obviously. No, but size. Oh, you got my size? Oh, dope. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm getting that. Um, you know, also on the way out, there's a small box. We are here at Flipside, ladies and gentlemen. Give a big round of applause for Flipside. Please make some noise. Sure, sure. I just want to say, man, come to Flipside, support, buy records from here. You know, you can download your music, but support Shadi. He put his life into this place. And, you know, I've seen it start from a record collection to this. So come out to Flipside. Come hang out here. Come buy records. Support the boy. We're about to put out some music together, too. So. Yeah.
There's a there's a donation box at the you know at the, at the door. Please feel free to you know uh, you know be generous about that. Um, any anyone has any 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 questions? Go ahead. Yeah. So what part does um, representing your culture, representing your identity as an Arab plays in music is it important in art when you are putting something out to the public? Do you feel like you have to play that part? I, I did. Shout out to Lubna, right? From Apple, Apple, uh, Apple. Uh, give, give her a big round of applause. All right. Um, n yes and no. Like, I started off very much like, yo, I'm Arab, man. Like, you know, like uh, public enemy before our people, you know? But, uh, but it's slowly like, I realized, like, I'm also, I grew up in Canada. Like, I'm also, I'm so many different things. So it became a part of the larger story. Definitely, it's very present in some of the keys and the sounds and the music, but I believe in subtlety now, like we can't, you know, and I learned that from, from this guy and a bunch of people that are around me, like it's there, it's there in my presence. So it's gonna, it's gonna carry with me. I don't, I don't believe in flags. I don't believe in waving flags anymore. You know, we, a lot of us don't have nations left, right? So just be for the people, man, and then it'll come, yeah, so. Rhythm Nation, shout out Janet Jackson. All right, well, we're gonna, uh, you know, we're just gonna hang around a little bit. I'm gonna play that track, also one of my favorite tracks. It's called I Know, features Z the People. This is an incredible track, man. I love that track. We played it at, at, at the Apple Talk. This is an incredible track. I wish you guys all the best. Uh, we're gonna hang out for like 15, 20 minutes. One more round of applause for this man. Follow him, Narsi. Yo, Dubai, you can sound louder than this. Come on, one, two, three, make some noise, Dubai! A big round of applause for Red Bull and Flipside. This is uh, Z the People. Hit him with numerous shots like Popo. Do the black and brown folk in slow mo on the internet.